tomorrow. Just you wait and see. By Bart Meehan, performed by Del Lewin. I'm supposed to wear this mask when people come around. Except no one comes around anymore. My grandson zooms most days. Do you know what that is? I didn't. I still don't really. I just follow the instructions Tommy wrote down for me. Oh, he's a good boy. He's 28 a boy these days. He isn't married and, and he does still live at home with his mother. Oh, that may not be his fault. That woman has a hold on all the men in her life. My son did everything she said right up until the day he died. Oh, I sound like the monster-in-law, don't I? Well, I'm almost 90, so I can be whatever I want. Of Dover tomorrow, just you wait and see. Now, there's a memory a six year old living in South London with her mother and her sister Karen. It was just us three girls. My father had died when I was a baby, and mum had to raise us by herself, cleaning houses and sewing in the evenings. I asked her once if she was going to marry again and she just shrugged. Your father put me off men. I didn't understand, so I asked Karen what she meant. I think he was a bit of a bastard. She blushed as she put her hand over her mouth. What a sin it was to say that word back then. Nowadays, young girls say fuck three times in a sentence and don't think twice about it. I remember a Sunday morning in Charles Street. It was humid and everyone had their windows open so you could hear Mr Chamberlain on on all the wirelesses saying that Hitler had refused to leave Poland and that we were at war again. People filled the streets cheering and singing and telling each other it won't take long to beat the Germans. And Mum told us that's what they'd said last time. Then old Mr Morgan appeared on his doorstep with that silly little dog of his yapping round his feet and he raised his arms to silence the crowd. Once more unto the breach, dear friends, once more, or close the wall up with our English dead. In peace there's nothing so becomes a man as modest stillness and humility. But when the blasts of war blows in our ears, then imitate the action of the tiger. Stiffen the sinews, summon up the blood, disguise fair nature with hard-favoured rage, then lend the eye a terrible aspect. People cheered and you could see Mr Morgan was enjoying the attention. He'd been an actor when he was young and he never got over performing. Whenever he saw me in the street, it wasn't hello, 
Good greetings, my lady. <laughs> and when he said good night, it was good things of day begin to droop and drowse, while night's black agents to their praise do rouse. <laughs> People laughed at him, but he didn't seem to mind. As long as they're not booing, my lady, as long as they're not booing. He was a calmness old man, living in that big house with only that silly little dog for company. I used to wonder what happened to his wife, and Mum said he didn't have one. He's a lifelong bachelor, she said, in a mysterious way that confused me. Tommy calls these masks granny savers, <laughs> but a lot of people still complain about them. I don't know why. I mean, it's simple enough to wear if you've got ears. They should try wearing those god-awful gas masks they gave us during the war. They're too big, Mum. Oh, they're too hot, Mum. Oh, the smell of rubber makes me sick, Mum. Not as sick as the gas will make you. Just you put them on and be quiet. So we did. And we waited. And we waited. And we waited. It took so long for the war to start that we began to think it was a big joke. I mean, kids ran around the schoolyard shouting, Boom! Boom! And then the dustmen lifted the bin lids and looked inside. No Germans here, missus. Every now and then there'd be a siren and Mum and Karen and I would hide under the table. But it always turned out to be a false alarm. Until one night, it wasn't. At first, the bombs were a long way away. But then they got closer and you could feel the floor shaking. We tried singing to take our minds off it. Kiss me goodnight, Sergeant Major. Tuck me in my little wooden bed. We all love you, Sergeant Major. When we hear you bawling, show a leg. But every time we heard an explosion, we'd scream and we'd have to start all over. Then one hit our street and I felt the house shake and the cabinet fell over and all Mum's good china shattered on the floor. Karen and I began to cry and I remember Mum stroking our hair. Oh, shush now. We won't be dying like this. Time for a cuppa. I don't think we would have survived the Blitz without our lion's green label. <laughs> Winnie said tea was more important to the war effort than bullets. <laughs> oh, damn, the milk's off. Oh, I suppose I could ask Julie next door for some, but she's been a bit weepy since her girlfriend left. Always wants to talk about it. There's something about being old that makes people think you're a good listener. It must be the nodding, I suppose. <laughs> Though that's only because my hearing's aids on the blink. And at my age, I don't intend to waste money buying another one. Every time I see her, she tells me how awful it is to be alone. You're lucky to have a husband for so long, she says making it sound like I am John Stufton mounted in the living room. But I suppose I was lucky, in a way. 
We had 57 years together. Not all of them was happy, mind you. Ooh, he could be a difficult man, especially on the drink. He'd argue that black was white then. <laughs> oh, but we settled into each other after we came out here. Each other was all we had. Men for the land, women for the home, good wages, opportunities. That was what the leaflet he brought home said. I can still see it. These big bright letters and a, and a photo of a smiling family on a beach. There's plenty of work for me, Ruthie. But it's so far away, I said. Well, you can always call your mum on the telephone at Christmas. And the fare's only ten quid for each of us. Well, his mind was made up. And back then there wasn't much choice when your husband's mind was made up. Especially if you had a new baby. So, off we sailed to a strange new world. Where winters were in the summer and, and toilets flushed clockwise. <laughs> Oh, I can still see Mum and Karen waving from the dock. Last time I ever saw them. Though I did call every Christmas day for years. You had to book the calls back then and you had ten minutes to say everything you wanted to say before the operator cut you off. They were both long gone by the time Zoom and Skype and FaceTime and all those other things came along. So all I have is memories of what they look like. Oh, I'll have me tea without the milk. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover tomorrow. Just you wait and see. We stayed under the table for a long time after the bombing stopped, listening to the sirens. Karen said it was like the whole city was screaming. And when we finally went outside, how straight was a shambles. There were people everywhere, looking to see if they had a roof or, or if their neighbours were still alive. I saw that the bomb had blown off the front of Mr Morgan's house. Oh, there was so much I was sure he'd be dead. But then I saw him sitting on the step. I yelled, Oh, Mr Morgan, you're alive! Hitler didn't kill you! And then I saw he was cradling his little dog in his arms. And then it wasn't moving. Silly beggar was in the wrong place when the ceiling came down. It broke his back. He was a bloody nuisance some days. I know that. Barking at everything and the way he jumped up and tore the young girl's stockings. God knows how my pension ended up in his belly. <laughs> Still, it was all that I had and we were together a long time. He was always there in the morning when I woke up and at night when I went to sleep. But not tomorrow. You won't be there tomorrow. Will you, old fella? Well, I began to cry. And even then, I knew it was silly crying for a little dog when hundreds had died all over London that night. But I didn't know them. <laughs> There'll be love and laughter and peace.
peace ever after tomorrow when the world is free. Can't drink this tea black. Oof. I never could drink it black. It's too bitter. Oof. I'll have to ask Julie. Oh, socially distant conversation over the fence. She's not a bad girl. Just just a little heartbroken. Besides, all I have to do is nod. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover tomorrow. Just you wait and see. There'll be Peace.